Today's is Sunday, December 12th. We are reading from the big book of AA, pages 45 to 47. Bob, oh, excuse me. Claire K will be our reader, followed by a 20 minute share by Bob L from Mantua, New Jersey. After reading, um, we'll introduce our speaker. Okay, go ahead, Claire. Thank you. We know how he feels. We have shared his honest doubt and prejudice. Some of us have been violently anti-religious. To others, the word God brought up a particular idea of him, which someone had tried to impress them during childhood. Perhaps we rejected this particular conception because it seemed inadequate. With that rejection, we imagined we had abandoned the God idea entirely. We were bothered with the thought that faith and dependence upon a power greater than ourselves was somewhat weak, even cowardly. We looked upon this world of warring individuals, warring theological systems, and inexplicable calamity with deep skepticism. We looked askance at many individuals who claimed to be godly. How could a supreme being have anything to do with it all? And who could comprehend a supreme being anyhow? Yet in other moments, we found ourselves thinking, when enchanted by a starlit night, who then made all this? There was a feeling of awe and wonder, but it was fleeting and soon lost. Yes, we of agnostic temperament have had these thoughts and experiences. Let us make haste to reassure you. We have found that as soon as we were able to lay aside prejudice and express even a willingness to believe in a power greater than ourselves, we commenced to get results, even though it was impossible for any of us to fully define or comprehend the power which is God. Much to our relief, we discovered we did not need to consider another's conception of God. Our own conception, however inadequate, was sufficient to make the approach and to affect a contact with him. As soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe underlying the totality of things, we began to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction, provided we took other simple steps. We found that God does not make too hard terms with those of who, who seek him. To us, the realm of spirit is broad and roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. It is open, we believe, to all men. When, therefore, we speak of God, of you, uh, to you of God, we mean your own conception of God. This applies, too, to other spiritual expressions which you find in this book. Do not let any prejudice you may have against spiritual terms deter you from honestly asking yourself what they mean to you. At the start, this was all we needed to commence spiritual growth, to affect our first conscious relationship with God as we understood him. Afterward, we found ourselves accepting many things which then seemed entirely out of reach. That was growth. But if we wished to grow, we had to begin somewhere. So we used our own conception, however limited it was. We needed to ask ourselves but one short question. Do I now believe or am I even willing to believe that there is a power greater than myself? As soon as a man can say that he does believe or is uh, willing to believe, we emphatically assure him that he is on his way. It has been repeatedly proven among us that this simple cornerstone, a wonderfully effective spiritual structure can be built. That was great news to us, for we had assumed we could not make use of spiritual principles unless we accepted many things on faith, which seems difficult to believe. When people presented us with spiritual approaches, how frequently did it, we all say, I wish I had what that man has. I'm sure it would work if only I could believe as he believes, but I cannot accept as surely true the many articles of faith, which are so plain to him. So it was comforting to learn that we could commence at a simpler level. Thanks.
Okay. So now that our reading is complete, I'd like to introduce our speaker. And our speaker is a friend that I have known for decades now. And I'm so excited to hear his share today. Um, uh, my, my friend Bob L. from Mantua, New Jersey. And um, so happy to hear you today, Bob. So take it away. Thanks. Thanks, Maria, for leading today for your service. Thank you, Claire, for reading. Awesome job. Thank you so much. I am uh, blessed to be with you this morning and very happy to be with you. Um, so I, um, as Maria said, I'm Bob uh, from Manchester, New Jersey, in southern New Jersey. Um, I came in the program. Um, I'm, first, I'm a compulsive eater. Um, I came in the program November 3rd, 2003. Um, been abstinent um, since March 11, 2004. And by the grace of my higher power, given away and maintaining 120 pound weight loss. Um, so, so blessed for this program. Um, and uh, I uh, want to get right into our, our reading today. So much in these uh, three pages. Um, and I look forward to hearing your shares as well. So first of all, I'll just uh, kind of recap where we just where we just ended up reading right before this section was a couple of important uh, statements was that to be doomed an alcoholic death or to live on a spiritual basis are not always easy alternatives to face. Um, so that immediately told me that uh, this is a life or death situation. I can't play around with it. Um, I, I really need to, to get help. I can't do this alone. It was one of the things that I learned when I came into program was, was my gosh, this is, this is well, well above me. Uh, and as we'll get into the to the reading, I, I was I needed help, but I didn't believe this was a God problem. Um, but someone told me um, in in program uh, about this lack of power. I didn't have the power myself. Um, and then if I if I was in the middle of a storm and the lights went out, if I tried to turn on that light switch, it was not going to come on. Right? Uh, I needed that source of power. I didn't have it alone. So where was I going to find that power? And that's what these pages talk to me about. It's like, where am I going to find this power? Uh, I can't do it alone. If I've really believed that, you know, um, then I, I need to do something about it. So what is the actions that I'm willing to take today? Um, so it, it talks about in that first paragraph is to really let go of those, those preconceived notions that I came in the program with, right? Um, so it's, it talks about to, to others, the word God brought in particular, a particular idea of him with which someone had tried to impress upon them during childhood. So, um, so what was that? Did I, did I come in the program with any preconceived notion about this higher power or God? Um, and, and what, what was the block that I had? Well, for me, when I went back to my childhood, um, there was a, a situation that I had um, in, in my church where I couldn't remember a particular prayer when I was a child um, and I got yelled at. Um, so that st stupid little thing that occurred was, was huge to me, right? And, and I took that so personally that I immediately had a block um, from not only this, this person, but also I stopped 
enriching my faith at that point. I set I began that wall. You talk about the wall that you had between you and your and your higher power. Well, that that began that day, um, and I and I stopped. You know, um, in my faith is is what's called uh, a, a, a a penance or confession, and I stopped doing that for more than a decade, and that shut me off from that healing process that I needed. And, and that came back when I came to program. Um, but at that point in time, I had a prejudice against my faith. I had a prejudice against what I believed that um, I needed from God. Um, so that had to be set aside. And that was a weird thing coming in the program. Somebody said, you can just put that aside. It was like, really? I can just do that? Like, yeah, yeah, you can. You can start over. And I was like, wow, that's cool. I don't need to have all this heavy stuff from the past still be there. I can set it aside and deal with it later when I go through the steps, right? I don't need to deal with that right now. I'm only in step two, you know? So so here it was like, wow, that was just hearing that was, was great, wasn't it? I was like, okay, I can set that aside and, and I can start fresh. You know, I can create, as it talks about in the reading, my own conception of my higher power, which is, can be brand new. And I was like, wow, that, that was powerful for me. Cause I was like, gosh, okay, I can start over. I don't need to have all that baggage from the past. Um, so I, I believed in a punishing God when I came into program and I didn't want that, that type of, of higher power. So what could I do? Uh, it was, it was really just, you know, um, what I work with my sponsees now was like, if they really have no idea or have no basis, uh, I even had a basis of a higher power who I choose to call God, but it wasn't the, wasn't the right God for me, if it makes sense. Um, I wanted a God who I had a personal relationship with um, and I didn't have that. Um, so what I talk to my sponsees now is like, you know, write a one ad for your higher power. Why not? You know, what, write a one ad. What do I want? I'm seeking, you know, and there's a lot of things that I was seeking that I wasn't receiving at that time. Um, you know, for me, I wanted to be cared for, um, but I was willing to do the work as well. But I had to have that feeling uh, that I was always going to be taken care of um, and, and to have that relationship that I could yell at my higher power and they would understand me. You know, and but I was still, you know, kind of like a best friend where you would you would have that type of relationship where it could be it, it could you know not be the best relationship at the time. But you always, you know, you had each other's back. So that was the type of higher power that I was looking for. But I always had to be a higher power. I always had to believe that 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 higher power was bigger than me and that could handle any problem and that could keep me absent each and every day as long as I was willing to do the work. Uh, and that's the kind of higher power that I was looking for. Um, so that was kind of something that I needed to go through that process. And when I did, I was like, you know, great. Okay. Now, you know, I can start working through this. And, and it wasn't like I had solved the higher problem, higher power problem. Like I, I didn't have it like perfect, you know, and, and I didn't need that, you know, as it talks about, you know, it, it, you're commencing spiritual growth. You're just beginning. You know, um, I'm, I came to believe in a power, you know, 
that could restore me to sanity. That's all I just came to believe. I'm just starting this process with my higher power. And it would this this at this stage, I was really just to, fi to find that higher power, you know, and to begin that relationship. And, and, and when I put it that way, it didn't feel as daunting. It didn't feel like I had to have it all solved right now as far as that relationship with a higher power. Um, and I've, I've, I've worked with sponsees who were either atheist or, or, or agnostic, and they really had a hard time, you know, looking uh, and, and believing that there was a God as their higher power. And I said, no problem. No problem with that. You know, as it talks about in that in that paragraph on the top of, of 46 was kind of looking at at the world and looking at the stars and looking like who made all of this? How did all this happen? You know, wh whether you believe it was God or not, I don't care. That's not my role as your sponsor. Right. You know, personally, I do believe that God was involved in that, but it doesn't matter to me if you do or not. Um, what matters is that you believe that there is a higher power that you can use that will keep you abstinent. Um, and, and I, you know, I use the joke as like, it can be that chair over there. Well, I don't really think it can be a chair as your higher power, but it might be, you know, the spirit that you feel in, in the room. It could be something along those lines. Whatever it is, is your go-to that you can believe that that's, that power is going to help you complete the rest of the steps you know, and that you're willing to see, we're not there yet, but the next step, obviously we read it. You know, are you willing to turn your will and your life over to that higher power? So, so really spend some time, you know, trying to figure out that higher power, you know, and, and to, to really believe, you know, whether it's God or not, really believe that, that you that you want to turn your will and your life over over to that higher power today. So um, that was important, you know, for me to, to really treat this seriously, um, but not put too much pressure on myself because, man, I put so much pressure on myself and my life and everything. So so why not, um, you know, the last two words that we read from the reading today, you know, simpler level. You know, we want to commence at a simpler level, you know, because it's so heavy, does it in all of our life. So why can't we take, you know, the step two and we're, we're searching for that higher power and to kind of ease into it. But once we're, once we once we're in it to, to devote to the time necessary to develop that relationship. Um, so. What I, I really like on page 46 is, is, is four things that helped me with step two. Um, and this was, was laid out for me a long time ago in those, in those two paragraphs, uh, starting with, yes, we have agnostic temperament. Um, so in that paragraph, it talks as we found that as soon as we were able to, um, so, and these were, were, were things that's telling me, right? In the big book, it's, it's telling me the things that I need to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening, you know? So what do I need to do? Uh, as I talked about earlier, the first part of it is laying aside prejudice, you know? So laying aside prejudice of all my past, you know, ab ab about, you know, my beliefs, my faith, whatever it is, lay it aside, put it aside, um, and then and, and to continue in, in that line, it says, and the second part of that is to express even a willingness to believe in a power greater than ourselves. Um, 
we commenced to get results. So I just really had to start there and say, all right, am I willing? You know, am I willing to, to believe? Am I willing to, to, to start that process? You know, am I going to let open that little uh, crack in, in that wall? You know, because that wall was getting bigger and bigger and bigger over the years. You know, so was I willing to even let in that, that little bit of a crack? Um, and, and, and that willingness was, was, was absolutely critical. You know, it seems so silly to use the word willing, but yeah, I, I just needed to be willing. Um, so, so the next part of that is down in the next paragraph is that as soon as we admitted the possible existence of whatever now you want to call it, creative intelligence, spirit of the universe, as soon as I was willing, I admitted the possible existence. It's like, poof, okay, there's now I'm, I'm saying that it's possible, right? It's absolutely possible, you know, to, to have a higher power that is personal to me. And, and, and that was like, wow, okay, that's, there, there is a possibility, you know? So again, it's that belief, it's, it's that. So it's the willingness and then the belief, you know, that this could happen for me. And, and, and do I want this to happen, you know, was a question that I had to answer, you know, um, and to believe as it talks about later in a paragraph is that, that my higher power is all inclusive, never exclusive. And that's not just for me, but it's for everyone. Um, and the most important two words in this paragraph and the fourth part of this is to earnestly seek my higher power. To, to seek my higher power. It's not just, I believe and I'm willing. It's no, am I willing to seek and put forth that effort? Um, and that what I, is what I found the key was, I want my higher power involved in my life every single day, you know? And that has evolved through the steps. But was I willing to commit right now that I'm going to put forth that effort and seek my higher power and to develop that relationship. That was absolutely key for me. Um, so the next paragraphs talk about what we kind of talked about before, but, but the own conception of God, I don't care what your conception is. Not that I don't care, but I don't need to base my, my con concept of a higher power on what it is that your higher power is. I once had a, a, a um, uh, someone who was looking for a sponsor come up to me and says, I need a, I need a sponsor who has uh, a, a Christian background. I was like, why do you need that? You know, so it, it really doesn't matter to me what because they said, well, when I do my fifth step with that person, I want them to have the same beliefs. So I was like, well, you're not you're missing something there. It really doesn't matter. It's, it's your concept of your higher power. And it's, it's your program. You don't need to worry about what anybody else is doing. It's, it's, it's really take ownership of your program and your higher power and your relationship with your higher power, not what anybody else is doing. And that was, again, important for me to embrace. Um, so um, the second step question is in that second paragraph on 47. So I'll just read it to you again. Is that, do I now believe or am I even willing to believe that there is a power greater than myself? So um, as soon as I'm willing to say it, it says right here, I'm, I'm on my way, you know, and it's just a start, uh, but I'm on my way. 
Um, and I'm really happy about that. And that last sentence there is important for me because, you know, it talks about a simple cornerstone um, to a wonderfully effective spiritual structure that is being built. And, and for me, I'm a very visual person. So when you start talking about that, I was like, wow, cornerstone, like, damn, okay, I got my foundation, right? It's that, that cornerstone is, is getting, is going to be built, is going to help that foundation be built. And then from there, the house goes up, right? It's, it's kind of like, yeah, I have a solid, I have that rock that I need in my, in my foundation and in my program. And I really need that. You know, I can always rely on that cornerstone. Um, and lastly, in the last paragraph, it talks about seeing someone else who basically, you know, has what you want, right? And I found that in my higher power, excuse me, I found that in my sponsor, my very first sponsor. It was just something about it, that aura that he had of peace. And I was like, where did that come from? Because, you know, of course, when I came in the program, uh, you know, I needed to lose weight, but he wasn't all about that. There was something else I was missing inside, and it was that peace. And I was like, dang, this guy's got that peace. So I was like, wow, I want that. It's like, where did you get that? Well, of course, the answer was his spiritual relationship with his higher power. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, just as much as the weight loss, I wanted that too. So how, how, how willing was I to be to find that higher power and to, to work on developing that relationship with that higher power? So um, with that, I think I am close to time and I will end it there. Thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to talk today and look forward to your shares or any questions you might have. Thanks.